Hi, this is Nyetta. This is Dre. And welcome to The Help Show. Hello again and welcome back to The Help Show for our Hey Mama series episode 9. Mother's Day has come and gone, but being a mother has not. Women have been bearing children and being caretakers since the beginning of time. It's very important to our society. Nyetta interviewed Sonia Thorne, internationally recognized licensed clinical social worker and the director of the Family Nurturing Center of Texas. Also, the Help Show hits the streets of Dallas, Texas to find out how people felt about their mother and the journey of motherly love. They interviews her mother and they talk about the past, the present generation, and childbearing. So, Dre, I have something to admit. What? I miss you so Oh, much. you're so <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. I'm so glad to be back. So, you were working so so hard when I was gone. I'm impressed. Working, working, working day and night. <laughs> Got me working day and night. And I'll be working. <laughs> you are. You had some amazing interviews. So what did you think about the interviews? I thought they were great, but the one I thought was the best was the one with you and your mother. You did? Yes. It was such a real life experience and your mom was so open. Really very vulnerable. It was very impressive. Have you guys always had that great back and forth with each other? Actually, we have not. You know, I got to keep, keep it honest and real up around the help show. <laughs> um, actually, like, um, I believe um, a couple years ago, I'm going to say about a year, we went to counseling. And we went to counseling, and we, we built our relationship from there. And because, you know, my mother, with us growing up as a kid, she was so the... Um, the aircratic, the dictator of the home. So it was always, you do like I tell you to do, when I tell you to do it, as long as you're under my roof, you know, yeah. told me where, when, how. So, you know. You guys had no choice. We so had whatever we had, they said yeah. went. So it, it just, it wasn't like we grew up like buddy-buddy. And I know your mother doesn't supposed to be your friend. No, they're not. But, you know, it was, it, it did affect our relationship. So, and then with, you know, with my other siblings, with us growing up, it's just kind of like she was, she was kind of like really lenient with my brother Zach. First child. Yes. Okay. And then the second child, she was extremely hard, which is was that April. April. That's okay. April. Yeah. And then she was, April was such an amazing child. Then just goody two shoes. Yeah. She's <laughs> said. Yeah, and then there was Patty. And Patty, Patty Cake, how was she? Woo! She was a pistol. Let's say that. <laughs> So she put your mother on notice. Yes, and then it came to me when my mom was very stern because she's like, I don't want the same mistake to happen yeah. with Patty. She had so much trouble, it just yeah. frustrated her. Probably. And then it was me, which I was a good kid, and then she had it easy on with Jamie. Jamie, you a pistol too. <laughs> so she had really out of the five kids, she had two that just really kind of busted her gut a little bit. Yeah, my my brother kind of busted gut too. Yeah, well, he's rotten. But it, it, to me, in my opinion, that kind of our relationship was, it was hard. And then as I got older, and especially me being in mental health care. That's me what I was being wondering, health, if that played a yeah, part in you guys being, reaching out for yeah, therapy and stuff? Yeah, me being a mental, a mental health counselor and me being an advocate of education, education and counseling, it made me say, you know what, Nayeb, you give all these advice to these parents and you give all these this, this advice to all these adolescents, what about yourself? So I, and so what I did, um, I set forward and look to um, look for a counselor, which um, she's my own personal counselor, and 
we set, we had a couple sessions with her, and it's a lot of things that my mom, she didn't know about me. She didn't, it's a lot of things I didn't know about my mom, and it's a lot of things that I didn't understand, and just a lot of things that she didn't understand. So what that that did, it made me open my eyes, and and to be more forgiving and, and be more understanding and me saying, you know what, it's okay. And from that point on, from a couple years ago, I believe that me and my mom's relationship has really tr um, truly grown. Basically, it's always, it's, they only know what they can, what they have been taught. And that's how life goes. You only can teach your daughter what you were taught. That's true, you can learn by example, unfortunately, good or bad, yeah. it just depends on what it is. And so the relationship with my mom, I'm glad you enjoyed that interview. Oh, I love that one. I'm glad you enjoyed Let's break some of these interviews down. Yeah. So we talked about Michelle, oh, you know, yeah. the opening. I like that too, <laughs> Michelle. That was a good interview. Her being a new mom. And the balancing of her life, oh. just the no sleep, which is really interesting. It is. You know, her not sleeping. Um, she's getting used to it. <laughs> but and I think that comes from being an older mom, though. Yeah. What, so when you were, when you, you got to remember, I had my first one at 22. Oh, so yeah. the sleeping for me really wasn't that important. Do you know huh. what I mean? I think I could do it. Huh. And my sister having her children in her late 30s, okay. I think that was harder on her. But these women are also coming from a career background. Correct. I was just out of school, had babies right away. So I, I wasn't in that routine. So I have a question. So you had your last child at how old were you? 30. You were 30. Mm -hmm. So you, oh, you were young having your children. Mm -hmm. So you, you were the fifth one at 30, yeah. Oh, wow. So you got it got it done, taken care of. I did. Out the door. You got your five kids. I got them out the door now. So at 50, I'm an empty nester already. Isn't that amazing? It is, but it's kind of sad because like if I feel like my life is a puzzle. Uh -huh. Part of my puzzle is gone. No, 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 no. That's why I got my new puppy. You know why it's not gone? Because you got the help show. You got. Yeah. I do got the help show. I can Come help on. lots of people. Thank you. I was understand, Trey. <laughs> you make sure like I don't have no. I don't have anybody. <laughs> Nobody. It's based on the craziness. It's a lot of craziness. Did you like? You like? Did you like the craziness? Actually, you know what? I really kind of function better on chaos. I know you're Virgo. It's really <laughs> bizarre when things are really just like so easy. I can't get anything done. It's just like. Can I not get anything done? Huh. I used to get up, run five miles, go to work, pick up the kids, make their lunches, blah, 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 everything. I like that too. Like, I like when I'm busy. Huh. And then when you're not busy, it's like, oh, I got all day. Maybe oh. I'll exercise today. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Maybe we And by that time, it's happy hour and you're already <laughs> drinking your margaritas. <laughs> so that's the difference in my life now, actually. Huh. And we also talked about what do you okay so what are your thoughts about the women that are working because me and uh, michelle and i we touched on that a little bit and then sonia which was our episode two she you know went more into depth about the moms and um and them you know being being a business mom how do you say it how do you being a, um, a working mom yeah i i my personal opinion on working moms if your kids are well taken care of there's no problem with working and that's the same model that Sonya had and that it's good for your yes. children to see you've been an active mom, you're working, if you're in school, if you have Just a doing job. doing something. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Well, you know, having five kids, my husband and I, actually, we would just take turns. So we really never had anyone watching our kids. Mm -hmm. He always worked for himself, so he had a way open 
schedule than I did. Okay. So I would usually work there basically like you'd say the eight to five job and then uh-huh. he would take fill in all those spaces and do what he did, you know, later in the day or when they were at school or whatever. But we uh, they never went to daycare and we picked them up from school hmm. their whole lives. So you had a routine basically in the house. We did have a routine. Which is really good, which having two parents I'm look I'm not knocking the moms that don't have husbands. <laughs> I'm not knocking the um, the moms that come from single family homes. So I have to put that out there because I'm I'm not judging um, or casting any stones about that. But it does make a big difference when there are two parents in the home. Oh, I agree. It doesn't matter if it's Adam and Eve or Steve and Steve. Yep. You gotta have two people in there yep. that are playing that role. Because kids need people to bounce off of and just figure out what's going on. Because, by the way, we're teaching them everything they know in life. Right. They know nothing. They're born with zero information. Right. We're filling their brains with it. And that's true. That, and, and, and that's very true. So I feel that I'm recommending that if you find a good partner. <laughs> I, I think that's the smart thing, I, I, I I've been single motherhood. I know it's hard. And I, I applaud men and women that do it. Because yeah. it's not just single women it's single men now too yeah that are doing it but i think you know you're you're better off with two people yes because you know i just feel that nowadays letting people into your home watching your child you don't even know their background being doing the mental health um, part of it you just really don't know what i'm sure you see a lot of stuff mental perspective about how they think about other people and i and it is so important to to protect that child to love that child, you have to be their eyes, their ears. You have to be especially when they can't can. talk. Especially when they can't talk. I mean, that's just you know, there's stuff going on that you yeah. don't even you don't even have a clue. No. So let's go to this Sonya interview. Sonya, wow, I what love a, her. What a smart woman. She's amazing. Um, I actually took her for my nurturing class. I got a certificate in that. What I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. So does she teach classes around like? Uh, the country. Texas or the country, the country that the world, people yeah. can like go to and so basically you have to be probably like a, like a non-profit you do yeah or you have to be have a will have a company so she's not holding classes just mm. for the general like hey I need help in mothering that type he, of thing I don't want to say that because she may I don't know. yeah you know she 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 sounds like she's right on with everything she's been doing it for thirty years plus she's a grandmother and a mother the, so. the thing that really impressed me about her which I fully believe is you don't need to be your kid's buddy. I, you know what? I saw that, too. I, I mean, I didn't see that, too, but I heard that, too. And I really, that played a part in my life. So Sounds my like mom, your mom. Yeah, yeah no, my no, no. mom is not, she's, she's my not, mother. She's not your friend. She's not my friend. She didn't want to be your friend. But now she wants to be my friend. And I'm like, Mom, we're not cool like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not down like that. I don't want to talk about, you know, sex with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And th- and then That's my, funny. And then my mom tried to put my business out there. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> You know what was interesting about your mom? What? When she talked about how she doesn't believe that women, when they're pregnant, should have everything just hanging out. It's like a private thing. You're bonding with your baby. Right. And you know what? And I believe that. I, 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 I totally believe that. I think that when you are pregnant, that's a, that's a, that is a time for bonding. That is not a time. And, and I'm not saying that you should be embarrassed because you have a no, baby. No, no, no. Well, I'm not saying those things, but it is private. And I think it should be between you and your husband. I think you and the baby should bond, you and your husband or you and your mate. You guys should bond together because now you're 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 bringing another life, exactly into the world, and the world is very chaotic these days. And that's where Sonia was so good about, you know, how the adult and play the adult role, the kids play the kid Kid role. role. Very very black and white. Yes, everybody has roles because nowadays sometimes children are trying to be the adult. You have your whole life to be an adult. 
stay as a, stay as a child. Because remember what she was talking about the poor mothering really affects kids when they're adults. It does. That's when it comes out that you've Trust had me. poor mothering. I see it. Oh, I know you do. Oh. You're, you're a line of work. Oh yeah. Ooh. Trust me, I see it. And it, it is so crazy. And I, I'm I'm gonna go back to I'm, my good example is social media. That's the best example. You have mothers out there doing so much for attention on social media. Oh, what your child is doing, she is mimicking the same thing that you were doing. She's doing the same exact thing that you were doing. Well, you know, I'm not crazy about the social media. I don't, I don't do the book phase or the Facebook, whatever, and the following Snapchat, <laughs> Snap it Instagrammy, snap. whatever it is. But, <laughs> Did you but say Instagram? Whatever is it, Instagram. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I'm showing my age now. Instagram. But what, what bothers me is I think about this. I, I sometimes, my daughters, we, I'll be, we'll walk around the park or you know, whatever. And the moms are just out there just not even watching their kid or interacting yeah. with their kid. They're on the cell phone, like, seeing what John Blow's doing down the street. It's like, don't worry about John Blow. Worry about your kid in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you the, know? The generation has changed so different. Raising children. You know, back, you know, back then, I'm say the 70s. Even like before social media, um, the internet and, and those type of gadgets <laughs> occurred in the world today, parents and mothers really were extremely active in the child's life. Right, because we didn't right, because you didn't you weren't just walking around talking on a cell phone or yeah. texting on a cell phone or somebody's gotta get you right now. That's one thing my kids would get mad about. Yeah, um if they'll call me or text me, I don't answer them right away and they start saying, eh, I'm like, hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm the generation where we didn't even have phones and I got everywhere and I got all the information I needed from people. Just imagine if they can't. Oh. If, you know, everybody use MapQuest. Oh, just imagine if the map. Oh, it wouldn't exist. Oh, I'll be messed up because I don't even know North, South, East, West myself. <laughs> well, shoot, I used to use a Rand McNally, which is a book. To the maps. Just pushing the pages. Now, now, yeah. now you sound an ancient. Hold no, I'm, see, really, she's not 50, she's 100. <laughs> I did that because I'm right there with you. <coughs> I go, I don't know, north, south, east, west, left, right. I mean, up, down. It's like streets just confuse the hell out of me too. <laughs> I don't believe that. So, okay. So the parenting. Remember, remember, I beat the streets, episode three, about I interviewed yeah. all those people. I interviewed a lot of. So people. were you at like one location? Uh huh. Okay, name the time. Okay. Alright, come on, please. I'm bad. Alright, so Beat the Streets. Oh, yeah. So, the episode three, which was Beat the Streets episode, when I interviewed a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> you were so busy. On the streets. It was, it was crazy. It was bananas. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Well, you, you seem like you enjoyed it. The people actually were very open about talking about their moms. Yes, like Ramondria. Um, most of their parents, you know, you most of the moms, I didn't hear one negative thing that a mom said. No, lots of the things. And that's what I wanted to ask you. So were these people where you were, were they, were they like, was it a school? Was okay. It, where, what was going on with them? So, um, I believe Anthony and Dominique. Okay. And Brian. Okay. I was at an event called STEAM. So it was basically, it was for adolescents or high schoolers. And it was a, um, an engineer program to show kids, you know, what what they could do as being an engineer and what a, um, it had like an event, like they had 
activities. And what stuff what you would happen do. if you got educated to be yeah, an engineer? engineer what you could yeah. do with what that you could do with that, whatever. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Much. So um, did that. Met some amazing teachers. Met some amazing people. Um, I really loved Anthony. Anthony was awesome sauce. I love Big Pat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to and, Big Pat. <laughs> and I think, you know, Big Pat is kind of a vision I had with my kids. You keep yeah. those kids from sun up to sundown busy. But I think all the kids, if you're an 80s baby, it was like that because you my think mom. So? Yes. Let me tell you something. I was going to summer school before summer school was cool. Like, yeah, I sent my, my older one to summer school to keep him busy. Keep him busy. Like, like, mom, I'm like, you mom. You played, like, every sport available. Yeah, I'm like, mom, I didn't flunk. I Cricket, know. play that. <laughs> <laughs> Ping pong, get in that. Hey, 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 you playing jacks? Put that on there, too. It says a skipping game. Let's play that, too. Look, oh, my. But my mom was like that, too. She put me in everything. That's so funny. Well, I have one kid in the 80s. That's my oldest one. He's born in 89. See, I'm born in 80. Right. Yeah. It's like nine years, but, like, still, I kept him... Busy. Yeah, had mom, to. My mom kept me so busy. Like, these kids now, they're not busy. Being on the internet no. and playing video games is not busy. It's no, not active. I, I was outside from, I, my mother never let us inside until it was dark. Man. I don't even try it. She said that thing on latch. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try You need water? Go to the hose. You got to go to the bathroom? There's a tree back there somewhere. Your mom was gangster. She was gangster. <laughs> she, was, she was cut from a cloth that wasn't even around. <laughs> I'm serious. But see, my mom was like that, too. She kept us in activities. I was in so many pageants. I was a pageant child. Oh, Lord. What? You're kidding. No. <laughs> don't get me. Don't make me put those books on my head and start walking forward, okay? So make me do it. I was a pageant child. That's and my mom put us funny. in pageants. We were in the girls' club, um, after school that girls, that girls' club, is that the same as big brother, mm, big sister it's thing? Sim- is that? It's similar, but they have a program where... They, you do different activities, swimming. Yeah. Just keep it pretty much. It is kind of like CYO, busy. which for us was Catholic Youth Organization. Yes, it's, yeah, it's yeah. an organization that had, I don't Softball, know. Softball, yeah, keep you, had, yeah, different yeah, stuff keep all you the active time. in the summertime. Yeah, so and keep you out of trouble. And I know then, one thing we had to do in the summer was read, read, read. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, you know, you know what? We read a lot. With my mother always made sure we, you know, went to the library. My sister, my sister. Um, April, she's a writer, professor, editor, and all those great things. She outdid us all. She would be upstairs. She was, she was reading. She well, readers are leaders. So. Oh my goodness! Like she would. Like, April's time to eat. Like not yet. Right. <laughs> I'm my reading. Mom, my mom was a reader. That's one yeah. thing about her. She would sit down and just read a novel. And that house is falling down, but she's reading her novel. <laughs> mom, we're on fire. Okay, <laughs> be there in a moment. <laughs> But you know what? But that's how it was in in that in that generation, You're and right. I with Anthony being so busy. Look how amazing he turned out. He did. He was. I'm he just, sounded like a kid that had his heads on the shoulders. Yeah. I call him a kid because he's younger than me, but I'm sure he's like what in his twenties, late twenties. I think he's in thirties too. I oh, believe really? so. Yeah. And then Dominique. I, you know what, her not wanting children. We need to give a kudos to that because a lot of women won't admit that because they feel like everyone's going to condemn them. Okay, listen. The fact that she said that, I'm impressed. Really, I mean, yes. people don't yes. want to say that because people are like, oh, why don't you want kids? You can't have them. No, I just don't want them. Yeah, and it's okay. It's absolutely okay. And I was very... Because if you don't want them, please don't have them. Please don't. Right, because that's when they're just neglected. Hmm. You right? see, you see what the sign, mm-hmm. you see what the world you see looks that, like. You've got to see that in your in your counseling. Yeah, you. I do all the time. What I'm saying you see women that had kids by accident or something. You they know. want children, and it's okay to not want children. 
It's okay. And I and I think, like you said, people do condemn you when you don't want kids. Oh, is she special? They absolutely is she, Or why is, don't you have a kid? You're 36. Well, that's yeah. not really your business. Oh, I can tell you. Ask me. <laughs> tell, ask me. Right now. Ask me, Dre. <laughs> why don't you have kids, Nyetta? Because I haven't found the right man to have one with. And I, wanna, and I want a husband first. Thank you. I think that's a great goal. I'm old school. I want the husband first. You got to put the ring on it. And then I'm going to spit at your kids. I'm going to have all your babies. But, right. And, you, but the, and the thing, yeah. too, is you need to know somebody. Get the relationship with and them you, going. And, then you have your kids, and you guys can bond over that, and you can raise them together. And I feel that. I feel that they should be your friend. After your friend... Then he should propose and marry you. Then you guys have children. It's like first come friends, then come marriage, then come baby carriage. Now it's like the baby carriage, not even a friendship. Like, I don't even like her. Like, why does she have you? Come on. And like so, like Sonia, the PhD, Yeah. you need a bonded, you know, a solid front. You, you, you know, do need a solid front. Yes, you United do. front to kind of take on those kids. And I, It's like the inmates versus, you know. You, you got you can't sometimes you have more inmates than keepers like in my case right and they can overrun you huh. and I'm and I'm not sounds so like your mom that's why your mom was probably so stern she didn't want to have that happen well, well I, you know what my mom did a very good job and my mom being you know the dictator of the home because that's what she exactly she was <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. put that up there she was the boss I, I so am. are you scared of your dad or your mom I'm not scared of nobody when you were little oh oh my mother Really? Oh yeah, my father was he was I was scared of both of my parents. They were mean as hell. Oh no, my father oh my goodness, my dad was so amazing. I had the best dad a girl, a woman could ever like pray for. Like seriously. He was so kind and he was so calm and he was so generous and he was extremely funny and he was just cool. Everybody like your father is so cool. I'm like, I know he's my dad. My mom was very stern. She didn't yeah. She did not play at all. Your house, the house better be clean. Your clothes better be folded. Your schoolwork better be done, and there better be some A's and no B's. Like my and my mother was an educator for a while, so my mom, being an educator, education was extremely important to my mom, which education is important. But then I just I think sometimes she went overbound, over like over her boundaries with the whole education thing. I remember learning my ABCs and my mom was like, or learning my my alphabets or my multiplication. My mom be like, slap my hand with the shoe. Like, yeah. what's four plus four? <laughs> four, <laughs> bam! <laughs> but but see that, but that that fundamental background has really gotten you and it sounds like all your other siblings a long way. Well, yeah, but it's, you know why it got us along uh, the long way? And I love my mom. Cause we were ready to get up at the house. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we was not trying to stay. <laughs> we were, but remember, who was the one you had the interview with? Was that Morgan? Her mom was the nurse. Yeah, um, her mom was the nurse. It was. Morgan. And she's the one that gave all the extravagant gifts. Yeah, I really liked that. I liked the fact that when her mom gave her the extravagant, um, extravagant gift, that she had. Um, candy in the pockets and when I talk to Morgan, Morgan is actually a classmate of mine. So you see Morgan quite a bit. And I love Morgan. She is so open and so honest and so kind and you know she's and she explained that those are the fuzzy great memories that she has of her mom that her mother would just do that little special thing. Yeah she bought you the coat but what made the coat most made it so special because the candy in the coat. Yeah, 
But do you, you think know. that affected her? Because remember, she said before the seven gifts that they were very, very poor. Yeah, but a lot of people in the society now are poor and still give extravagant gifts. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to tell you the half of things I see in somebody's house that's supposed to be on Section 8. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't on Section 8 for real. <laughs> what? I know that was, uh, but that's just real. So it's nothing wrong with giving extravagant gifts. And, you know, you do have to treat yourself. Sometimes you can be so poor, and it's already, you're already miserable being poor. That is true, and yeah, you're right. Live a, a little, little bit. You're right, I agree with you on it's that. Like, I'm like, if you already broke. It makes a little, yeah, you're Man, right. can, can I just. Now, that but okay. um, Juanita. Okay. Would not think that was okay in our I story. know Juanita would think that's not okay. Juanita <laughs> wants you to, if you poor, just be poor. Yes. You know? She would say, you don't need any You don't need this. Gifts. Don't even comb your hair. <laughs> <laughs> keep it keep it kinky. <laughs> she would, though. That is, I'm for real. Remember we went back and forth about me with my braids? Oh, she wants you oh. to cut those out. I'm just like nappy head. I'm just what you want me to be. Like, oh, kinky nappy head. Ugh, it's funny. I'm like, you want me to keep my appearance up, right? Okay, well, guess we can let you yeah, get your Yeah, budget that in, budget that in. So we talked about Anthony, Big Pat, which we love. Dominique, amazing. Yeah. Not having children. I, you know, hey, Dominique. And you know what? She was the one out of all of them that her grandmother was actually her role model. That it, she, you know, she did have a mother. But she did, but her mother was working, she yeah. said. So the grandmother really kind of just took was her care of the mother role. Yeah. yeah. And Which I, is good. Yeah. I think so. As long as you keep it in the family. Yeah, as long as somebody's taking care of everybody. And then Brian wish his mother could stop working. I know. Wasn't that so oh, sweet? It was so sweet. But she's been working so hard for the kids, though, and that's yeah. what's amazing. Yeah, sometimes. And that's why they love their mom so much. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about um, Who? Sam, about the wedding. Oh, and yeah. She said, I think that was probably just new in her mind, and that's why she thought that was the most amazing thing. Don't you think? But then also she said if she could give her, if she could do anything for her mother, I think she said she would give her mother 40 dogs with 40 acres or something Oh, that's like right, because that. her mom loved animals her so much. Yeah, that's animals. right. That's I was right. like, wow. <laughs> that, I thought that was so cute. Like, that's a lot of dogs. That's a lot that's of dogs. That's a lot of dogs. <laughs> That's a lot of you know what to pick up in the backyard. I'm just saying, I would not. Well, that's that. why she said forty acres. <laughs> so I guess, I, was, I guess you don't have to pick it up. Then it just gets in with all the dirt. Yeah, makes good <laughs> makes good dirt out there for stuff to grow. Don't eat at that garden. No, God no. <laughs> don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Teasing. Oh, that was a good. Okay, so um, the last interview was my mom, which you said you really enjoy. Yes. And that um, they we come from a total generation gap and difference. And my grandmother and her mother, you know, it's it, it, you know what? But your mom wasn't really a baby when she had you guys. No, my mom was probably like 30, 33. When she started having, she had Zach. I don't. She's in her. I think she was in her thirties. I was I gonna say she wasn't young. My mom is seventy one. Right, and you're even you're, though she sounds thirty five. Oh gosh, she sounds <laughs> twenty two. She has an amazing voice, actually. Thank you. And um, I'm 36, and then I think Patty's 38, 30, 40. That's what I'm saying. She didn't yeah. have her kids as babies. No. And then we talked about women being pregnant. Yeah, we talked about that. And, you know, what about your mom? Because we, we've done everybody's mom and what everybody, you know, everyone else. But we haven't talked about Dre's mom. Well, you know, my mom passed away about eight years ago. Okay. She was something else. She was um, very smart, very driven. But as far as taking care of us, she kind of was like, oh, you know, I have a housekeeper. She can handle it. She's, you know, I mean, she wasn't really like, 
and maybe it's back to the generation. I'm, I'm a product of the 60s. Okay. She wasn't really into us, I would say. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She wasn't like, she wanted us to do good. And she pushed us to do a lot of things. Right. But she wasn't like, oh, I love these kids. I can't wait to be with them. Hey, you guys are going to go to somebody else's house today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you guys stay outside. Huh. She was just, you know, she was just my mom. But my mom also liked a cocktail. So that could have been part of the issue. But I love my mom and I miss her, but I don't, now that she's gone, I miss the stuff that she said when she was here. Like what? She, you know, she was like super smart and she was constantly like, you know, using the most, the biggest words you could imagine in the world. I'm like, mom, can you speak English? Like, speak five-year-old, please? Because I mean, she used the biggest words for what? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, talk about, you know, let's say something that I can get. But the thing about my mom is what I want to mean is she was so hands-off. She would call me, she was retired, mm-hmm. kind of youngish, and she would call me every morning at 7, what are you doing? Well, I'm getting the kids ready for school. Wow, they get ready themselves. Make their own lunches. <laughs> Don't you go to country club down the street? Drop their ass off there. Like, that was her mentality. Huh. Why are you doing all that for your kids? And I was like, because I have to, and they need you know, to be taken care of. That's what I mean. She was real hands-off. So is that why you're so hands-on? Probably. To overcompensate. Yeah. But almost to a fault sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you just, you didn't, you wanted to break that cycle. That What your, you know, how your mom raised you. You wanted to be hands-on with your children instead of being hands-off. Yeah. You saw no, I know, I did. What being hands-off looks like. Yeah, because she had, a, you know, like I said, we had a full-time lady taking care of us, Beulah. <laughs> and, you know, and she made my dad pay every, they were divorced, so she made my dad pay every bill possible. Oh, they got to go to country club, they got to go to private school, they got to do this, they got to do that. Just so we were always, but when we were at the club swimming, of course she was there in the bar, and the bar looked out on the pool, so that's what she calls watching us. Yeah, she, <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? Well, yeah, you're drunk as hell, but you're here. <laughs> but on a whole, she was good. She was raised. I think she became smarter than her parents, so she kind of, you know, told them what to do. Right. Basically. Hmm. Um, but she, my mom was a good person, I will tell you this. She never spoke ill of anyone that was one of her pluses which was very interesting to me huh. but she was a good lady and you know rest her soul i shouldn't even be talking about the dead but you know no no i missed being here but you I did was, amazing because i was called harassing you like dre answered the phone i know i, I was couldn't like, even i was like a stalker boyfriend <laughs> like what you doing dre out of back to her infection i couldn't see anything and my husband's trying to answer my text that's a joke. That was funny. He was like, I can't do this. People are going like, texting you too much. I'm like, okay, just just put the phone off and I'll tell everybody later. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Dre, what message do you think that we could really truly give to moms? Because this Mother's Day month was amazing. And I think that I've learned so much from you. From me? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I've learned a lot from you. I think I've learned a lot from you. I think that you. I think our culturals are just our culture differences have really just it just really is it's interesting. Different. It's yeah, very it's different. very interesting. Yeah, I feel that the message that we really can give to the moms is take care of yourself. Oh, definitely. Take care. Take of care of yourself so you can take well, good, great care of your kids. Yes. For more information, visit our website at thehelpshow.com. Thanks for listening and please stay tuned.